science fans, it is Mrs. Corbett here and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I am the husband. Well, hello there, husband. Hello there, Mrs. Corbett. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I am good. It feels like it's been so long since we've spoken. We live together. That's a good point. Yeah, but I mean in this capacity. Yeah, we we have different personas when we're on this compared to real life. We do. We're much... No, we're the same. No, we are. (laughs) What are we up to today? Uh, Bacterial diseases. Ooh, it sounds like fun. It's gross. Okay. Um, uh, Today's conversation will give birth to my favourite thing. Not give birth to. uh, Will allow me to tell the story of my favouritest ever moment of opening an exam paper. Your favouritest ever moment of opening an exam paper. Is there like a top three, top ten? You've got like a full 100 of moments of I've opening got a lot an exam of dis- paper. I've got a lot of like, uh, I've got rating of the ones I hate the most when you open it up and it's a graph, question one. You're like, what the? Do all teachers have this? Um, no, I'm an absolute exam nerd. I have a spreadsheet for what they've already asked and what I expect to come up next. And I give my hot tips on what's going to come up on the exam next. Well, I like the idea of a spreadsheet. It is a beautiful spread. It's ugly, actually. It's a really ugly spreadsheet because I start with the best intentions and then I go into my version of shorthand, which my students will all tell you is annoying. No, no, that, that, I, I recognise that in you. Uh, so, bacterial what now? Bacterial diseases. Okay. So, how does bacteria make you ill? Do you remember? It destroys your cells. Uh, no. Well... No, that's viruses, isn't it? Mm. Viruses multiply in your cells. They reproduce in your cells. They yeah. reproduce in your cells, and then your cells go pop. Yeah, because they fill up. Bacteria, bacteria. Um, something about immune system. Well, yeah, they, I mean, bacteria make you sick because they produce toxins, and those ah, toxins, that's right. Yes, yeah, those toxins are what trigger the uh, immune response, and those toxins are, can cause septicemia. So it's. Um, really bad sepsis mm. bacterial infections are a big deal we don't like sepsis no um, so there are two diseases you must know for the specification okay disease number one you will be familiar with because Mr. Corbett used to be a chef ah is it E. coli no it's the other one salmonella salmonella yeah it's so, a shame E. coli is better is it mm. in top 10 version uh, well it's the, in your sal- diamond of diseases salmonella has this bad rap and everyone goes nuts about like chicken and raw chicken and stuff and don't get me wrong kids like raw chicken is bad but e coli is so much worse than salmonella because you said better do you equate better for more dangerous it's a more interesting disease though oh, okay. because because salmonella cannot survive in the stomach so you need so much salmonella in your body to make you sick whereas e coli can survive in your stomach so even the t- tiniest bit of e coli will then multiply which i'm sure you're about to tell us but anyway enough about me Let's why talk can't about you. salmonella survive in your stomach I imagine it's because of the pH, Mrs. Corbett. Well done. Thank you very much. I'm a little bit proud. (laughs) Okay. So salmonella, food poisoning, spread by bacteria ingested in food Uh or prepared in unhygienic conditions. Mm -hmm. So um, tell me That's not necessarily true either, Mrs. Corbett. Um, You can be perfectly hygienic and still spread salmonella. Uh, There's a great misconception that raw meat is the most dangerous of the foods, um, which it would be if you just ate raw meat. But in fact, it's your it's the foods that you don't cook, your your lettuces, your your fruits, um, because if they get salmonella on them, then uh, you're not going to cook it off 
it's going to remain on it. Sorry, I interrupted you. Do carry on. Imagine if this podcast was the other way around. That's what that would sound like. It wasn't it horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Just me talking about kitchens. <laughs> um, so what I was going to say, if you'd let me finish, Smuggy McSmuggerson, mm-hmm. um, is that in the UK that most poultry is actually vaccinated against salmonella. Is so it? The, the spread is actually very limited. Huh. Um, eggs as well. So they're mostly vaccinated. Didn't know that. Um, so yeah, you are more likely to get it from things like that that you mm. mentioned um now can you talk to me about um oh chopping boards talk to me about chopping boards uh well you um you uh, wooden chopping boards are the more good looking of the chopping board um i also prefer the feel of them but they're, they're not very uh, hygienic because um bacteria gets into the the grain of the wood so you really got to boil wash them which actually destroys the chopping board so if you're ever at someone's house and they've got a wooden chopping board and it looks like it's in really good condition it's probably really really dirty um glass chopping boards very hygienic easy to wash terrible for your knives guys don't use glass chopping boards and they sound horror. oh gross plastic chopping boards we want plastic chopping boards guys because not only are they really really easy to clean isn't this awful but also they don't absorb uh, bacteria and you can color code them Okay, so he used to be a chef, and now he teaches swimming. Can you imagine how that sounds, learning about swimming? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, but I'm really entertaining for the under sevens. Okay, fair enough. That was quite intense. Um, I like to break it down into small chunks. So use plastic chopping boards and don't use the same knife for chopping your chicken as other things. Anyway, if I was to get salmonella in your kitchen, which I never would, obviously, no, of course. Um, what would I experience? What would the symptoms be? um i'm uh, sickness and diarrhea yeah the old v's and d's yeah v and d uh vomiting and diarrhea never asked me how to spell it i still don't know um fever abdominal cramps vomiting diarrhea and that's because of the bacteria and the toxins that they're secreting um and your body literally says evacuate so prevention cook your meat to what temperature uh 72 is ideal however you can probably get away with 63 72 degrees C and use a meat probe for that. I love our meat thermometer. Mm. Like it's really useful. Mm. Um, Especially since like some chicken can be naturally like a little bit pink in areas. So you, as long as you know that it's definitely cooked. Yeah, and, and and all the way, what bacteria can also do in foods is um, when left in the danger zone, which is um, 8 to 63 degrees. Um, the danger zone um they create spores which is like an um an indestructible case around the bacteria so if you like cook some chicken perfectly well 72 degrees safe to eat if you then leave it in at room temperature for ages it's going to create bacterial spores which then doesn't matter how much you cook it for you can microwave the absolute pants off of it that bacteria will not be destroyed until it's in your stomach i can't really verify how true that is um but sure, he did a certificate and stuff. Um, right, the other bacterial disease, um, which gave birth to my favourite moment ever opening a GCSE paper, towards the year... So I feel like I've taken over that part. So disease number one, salmonella. Yep. You get it from raw chicken. Um, yeah, although in the UK we vaccinate our chickens, so yeah, unlikely. Probably not. Um, so poor hygiene or undercooked meat. Yeah, um, gives you vomiting and diarrhoea. Fever, um, cramps. Your body says, nope, evacuate. Yeah, it's highly unlikely you will die of it. Your body's pretty good at dealing with it. You'd have to be a lot of salmonella. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so giving rise to the greatest moment I have ever opened a GCSE exam paper in 2017. Mm -hmm. And the first question for every child across the country that day Mm -hmm. was, Mm -hmm. give the symptoms Mm -hmm. of this next disease. Mm -hmm. And the answer Mm -hmm. 
was thick yellow and green pus from the penis or vagina. Question one. I mean, warm it up a bit. Jeez, yeah, go, 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 in, go in strong. Set the tone. Yeah, like if there's anything that's going to distract you in an exam is thinking of pussy genitals from question one. Greeny yellow pus from the penis and vagina. And now I've got a guess to disease. Yeah. Um, is it syphilis? No. It's an STI, though, I assume. It is an STI, yeah. Um, if I say venereal disease, is that just another Venereal word? disease is just VD, yeah. It's a sexually transmitted infection. Right. Um, so it's not syphilis. Uh, I don't really know much about STIs. I'll give you a clue. I also can't spell it. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea, yeah, because it's similar spelling it's as H's, diary. Yeah. It's all the R's, the H's, the O's, the A's at the end. Yeah, so gonorrhea is a sexually transmitted disease with symptoms of thick yellow or green discharge from the vagina or penis, pain when urinating um and yeah it's spread by sexual contact um and it can be treated quite successfully by antibiotics and quite simply by antibiotics the problem with it is and we're going to talk about this in a bit is antibi is uh, bacterial resistance never goes away does it gonorrhea once you got it, you got it, don't you? No, 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 no. no. It's not oh. a virus. Like viral ones can be like that. Like oh, herpes is like herpes, that. Herpes, right. Um, but yeah, gonorrhea, very treatable. But mm. the trouble is we've been treating it and lots of other bacteria with a lot of antibiotics and quite a lot of gonorrhea is becoming resistant to oh. the medicines that we have. Anyway, um, limit the spread, obviously, with good contraception. This is why it is so important when having... I mean, if you've got gonorrhea, guys, abstinence is the absolute only way to stop the spread. Well, of course it is. Yeah. But the most important <laughs> thing is to ensure that if you have any new sexual partners that you both have had STI tests. They're very simple. They're yep. very, very quick. Yep. Use contraception. Respect your body. Respect your body. And it's, other people's it's the, bodies. It's the only one you get. So really look after it. Uh, protect it. And if you're not ready to have that conversation, probably shouldn't be probably shouldn't be um, doing the sexy time. So bacteria, easily treated with penicillin. Um, many strains have appeared, so they have had to move on from penicillin. Um, spread and control by antibiotics, use of barrier method contraception. So it has to be barrier method. So like the pill won't do it. It's mm -hmm. got to be barrier yeah. like a condom. Femidom. Um, really? Yeah, that femidom is the same as a condom, but the other way around. Oh, I'm thinking about, um, is it a dam? Yeah, dams. Yeah, If they're full dams, yes, they will, but no, not right. really. Okay. Um, that's it. They're the two diseases you need to know. Cool. Salmonella, gonorrhea. Yeah. So um, two, two very different yet similar diseases. Yes. Um, <laughs> both of them are hurting somewhere. Yeah. Below the waist. Um, okay. So let's talk about how we treat bacterial diseases. Okay. Tell me. Antibiotics. Yep. Do you know how antibiotics work? um i imagine okay i'll make i'm making this up on the spot mrs corbett if i'm if i'm perfectly honest with you uh unlike when before when i was really knew what i was talking about um <laughs> bacteria we all hated that though bacteria releases toxins yeah so i imagine antibiotics have like an antitoxin oh no but that's what your white blood cells do so naturally in your body you produce antitoxins so oh, okay good for that but so no. in that case the antibiotics like change the environment or something yeah sort of so they damage the cell wall of the bacteria which means they then can't divide so they stop them reproducing right um do you know how the first one was discovered the first antibiotic yeah by accident yeah it was penicillin it was by mm, 
Uh, he's got a gross name, ironically. Well, I suppose you could say it's What's gross. the first letter of his name? A. Alexander. Yes. And what's the first letter of his second name? F. Fleming. Alexander Fleming. Alexander so he Fleming. had E. coli Petri dishes and he noticed that a mold was growing and around that mold, there was no bacteria. The bacteria had all died. And this is a popular, um, if you're doing triple science, there is actually a, um, a required practical they have to do where they have E. coli plates mm. um, and then they, they put in some antiseptics or different antibacterial things and they have to measure the zone of inhibition, which mm. is the area of which bacteria can't live because they've died um so yeah fleming noticed this mold had grown and all the bacteria died and he was like well that's a bit crazy and then he um started treating diseases um um quite soon after but he'd have to collect the antibiotic in their urine afterwards and then keep giving it to them because he didn't know how to make lots sure, of it yeah. didn't know how to amplify it um it wasn't until world war ii and florian chain learned how to mass produce it that it really kicked florian off. chain a person they're two people florian chain yeah oh okay because Flo- florian chain is a wicked name yeah it is <laughs> florian's such a good name um yeah so penicillin was the first one and it is a like a mold it's a fungus um right important stuff that the students have to know about antibiotics is that they are specific Okay, that you can get something called a broad spectrum antibiotic and that will take out most bacteria yep. or lots of different ones. Um, but a lot of bacteria need specific antibiotics. And we're in a position now where we have overprescribed them. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, I'm going to wheel it back a little bit here, Mrs. Corbett, if you don't mind. Yep. Um, so antibiotics break down the cell wall of the bacteria. Yeah, they damage the cell So wall. the bacteria cannot reproduce because as we know, cells reproduce by de SS by doubling the the DNA mm-hmm. and then spread it on. I suppose the DNA what like spills out of the cell wall, yeah, they just, so they can't they, break, they, they can't, can't split and make new cells. Okay, so so how exactly? Because that seems like a pretty simple, like almost mechanical process. So what? Why doesn't antibiotics work on certain ones? Because um, they're all made out of different substances and behave in different ways. There are so many different types oh, of bacteria. Oh, like, like drill bits for different, like a drill for metal, a drill for brick. Exactly that. I oh, mean, okay. some, some bacteria, they like look like, um, what did uh, what did Marlowe call that? She said looked like a, a gone-off gherkin. Some of them look like that. Yep. Um, some of them are spiral-shaped. Some sure. of them are round ones. And they do something called binary fission. They mm. multiply two by two by two by two by two, which is what makes them quite dangerous. Um, by mitosis. Um and yeah, it just damages the cell wall, so they can't do that. Um, but we've so so would a would a bacteria kind of like evolve to have a different material cell wall, so the antibiotic doesn't work anymore? Yeah, like, so like like natural selection, basically. It's exactly that. Right. So if you've got hundred bacteria, one of them might have a mutation uh-huh. that means that it doesn't get killed by that bacteria uh, by that antibiotic, and then that one reproduces. Okay, that's exactly what's happened. So we've reduced the deaths from um, infectious diseases because of antibiotics, but the emergence of all of these strains that are resistant are a huge concern. Have you heard of MRSA? Who hasn't? Uh, or in America, Mercer. Um, yeah, MRSA, really, really dangerous. And that literally stands for multiple resistant Staphylococcus aureus. That mm. means that that is a type of bacteria that was simple, Staphylococcus aureus, now resistant to most antibiotics. And the trouble with developing antibiotics is, it takes about, and we're going to learn about this in drug development, it takes about 15 years to get a drug from conception onto the market. Sure. And by that point, evolved. Yeah. No point. Um, key things about antibiotics, can't treat viruses. Viruses aren't living. Can't treat. Can't can't fight against those. Can't kill them. Okay. Different. I've got a lot of questions about that, but that's okay. a different day, I assume. Um, also, really, really, really important that um, 
Well, it's really difficult to kill viruses because they reproduce in your cells. So if you're trying to kill a virus, you're you have killing... to first destroy your own cells. Exactly. Right, so okay, really yeah, difficult sure. to treat them. Um, and the other thing to note is that people get like painkillers confused with antibiotics. Painkillers literally stop you feeling symptoms. Yeah, they do. Oh, dear. Yeah, a lot of people in the oh, last exam... Oh, I suppose like, exam, like cold and flu remedy yeah. sounds like it fixes you, but it doesn't. It just makes you feel better. Yeah, oh, and mm. a lot of students on the last... It went quite viral, actually. The first question on the viral. last biology exam was... Yeah, Twitter after exams. Hilarious. Um, was... The first question was, what was the name of the first antibiotic? And apparently, like, 20% of the the kids in the nation wrote paracetamol, which is a painkiller. Mm. Um, mm. So important to note that. Okay. And that's it, really. Cool. Um, salmonella, uh, gonorrhea, yep. um, food, STI, vomiting, diarrhea, greeny yellow pus from the penis and vagina. Um, discharge, thick discharge. What did I say? Pus. I think I said that initially, but it's meant to be discharge. Discharge. Okay. Uh, treated with antibiotics. Antibiotics destroy cell walls, so bacteria cannot multiply. Yep. Bacteria becomes resistant through like uh, natural selection, natural selection, yep. evolution. Is that everything? That's pretty much it. Painkillers are not antibiotics. Antibiotics cannot kill viruses. They nearly always ask a question about that. Like Sarah's got flu. Why can't she use antibiotics? So they're not prescribed so much anymore. Uh, Penicillin, you have to know that. Good. And um, plastic chopping boards are the best, but wooden chopping boards look the best. Well, that's the most important thing I've learned today. If you're going to take anything away from today, it's that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Right. What are we doing next time? Uh, We are going to very briefly touch on um, human... um, sorry, excuse me. Uh, Protus is going to take two seconds and mm. then we're going to do defense systems and vaccinations. Cool. Um, on that note, um, listeners, we always say what we're going to do next time, but for some reason, Spotify keeps rearranging the episodes. So they're all in a weird order. I'm going to try and fix it, but... Funsies. Soz, soz, soz. It's been a long day. Yeah. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.